Hello, viewers. You're welcome to the Tradnet series. And um, I remain Christopher Mary Nandi Onora. And I welcome you all to this broadcast. I am still continuing with the book, Warnings from Hell. The review of this booklet, I am still continuing because basically I realized there's lots of information that as Catholics, we need to know that we don't even know. And a lot of you also requested for me to continue with this. So that is why I'm still doing this broadcast of this, uh, the preview of this book. And as uh, we go each episode, each part as I have cut it out, I discover that there's, there's a lot, a lot that <laughs> is revealed in this book that, like I said, a lot of us, you know, have no idea of or we're absolutely or really not aware. Like the first time I laid my eyes on this booklet was way many years back. And um, I never really thought much about it. I just read the first few paragraphs and that was it. Because it's a lot. And I discover probably for a lot of us Catholics who have come across the book as well, probably that is exactly what we did. And for many, and many as well, have not even, don't even know about this booklet at all. So this is warnings from beyond, the confessions of the demons who were being propelled, being commanded by our blessed mother to reveal the secret, to reveal these things, the happenings, and what has been going on within the church. And this is brought about because within the period right from the Second Vatican Council way back, a lot infiltration happened and um, a lot of the priests and religious refused to speak out or were unable to speak out. Those who were in charge, actually the bishops or the cardinals could not speak out. So this message really need to be brought out. And our lady at this point had to make use of the demons in hell to reveal this messages to us. Well, heaven does what heaven pleases. And heaven knows the reason why demons are being used to reveal these truths to us. Some will say, why demons? Why should it be demons? Why confessions from hell? Why one is from hell? But it is what it is. So without wasting much time, I'll go straight to the booklet. But first, let us call upon our, um, our protector angel, St. Michael the Archangel, and uh, our Blessed Mother to be with us. So let's take the prayer to St. Michael the Archangel. In nomine Patri, et Fili, et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Sancte Michael Archangeli. Defendendos in Proelio, contra nequitiam et insidias, 
Diaboli esto presidium, imperet illideus, supplices de precamu, tuque, princeps militiae celestes, satanam aliosque, spiritus malius, qui ad perditionem animarum prevagantu imundo, divina veritute in infernum detrude. Amen. Pate noster quies in celis, sanctificetum nomentum, adveniat renuntum, fia voluntas tua, sicut in celo et in terra, panem nostrum quotidianum da nobis hodie, et dimite nobis debite nostra, sicut et nos dimitimus debitoribus nostris, et ne nos inducas in tetationem, sed libera nos amalo. Amen. Ave Maria, gracia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mate Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in ora mortis nostre. Amen. Namene Patri, et Fili, et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Yes, right back, and um, let me pull up the title for today's uh, episode. Yes, here we are. You can see the title on the screen, The Sacraments. And um, we are focusing on penance. We are focusing on penance. So let's see the demons revealed. This is the demon Beelzebub here revealing. And he revealed a lot. A lot. That has to do with the sacrament of penance. That is confession. Especially with our younger ones, the children. So let's go through this booklet. So we are on the sacraments, the sacrament of penance. Now um, Beelzebub continues. He says, the sacrament that is precisely, now they urge him to speak about uh, the exorcist urged him to speak about the sacraments, to tell them about the sacraments, what, you know, the message from Our Lady. And Beelzebub continues, he says, the sacraments, that is precisely what we do not want to talk about. You see, they, they don't want to go there because, it says, I continue, it is a subject we would prefer not to tackle, things are now the way they are. Okay. You can, uh, they ask him, they urge him to speak on in the name of the Blessed Virgin. They ask, they ask him to say what Our Lady wishes to be said. And he continues, whether we should now say more about it or not, things are now the way they are and you cannot do anything more to change them. Are you listening? It says we cannot do anything more to change them. With precisely the idea of this broadcast or this review of course is not to change what has happened or uh, nobody we can't change it but the idea is for people to know what is going on so that our prayers will be properly focused and will be at a lot That depends. What does the most blessed virgin wish? They urge, still urge him to speak and he, to speak only what 
the Blessed Virgin wishes, what the Blessed Mother wishes that he reveals. So he continues. It says, if only you had all, if only you had all stayed at home, what is it you want? They say, we want to carry out the will of God. They urge him. You see, Beelzebub is still reluctant to relay our mother's message. He's still reluctant because they know this is against their, against their will. They as demons. It is not what Satan wants. Satan does not want us to know these truths. But they urge him to speak on. And he continues. The sacrament of penance. That is something. Those collective absolutions. Those penitential ceremonies do not come directly from the Pope. Nor has he said that they take the place of a true confession. We will come back to this. The penitential ceremonies that normally takes place before the beginning, at the beginning of the Mass in the Novus Ordo Masses. So let's go on. You heard what uh, Beelzebub says here. He says the sacrament, I'm repeating again, the sacrament of penance, that is something, those collective absolutions, those penitential ceremonies do not come directly from the Pope. Hmm. Nor has he said that they take the place of a true confession. That is an invention of ours. Wow. You hear that? <laughs> that is an invention of ours. That they, the demons, that they invented it. <laughs> Without a true confession, people lose all moral conscience. As a result, they sin much more, they think. If one is not obliged anymore to kneel in a confessional facing a simple old fellow in a certain, if one is not obliged to tell one's business, life will be much easier. Then it will be much easier to allow oneself a little sleep or to place an enormous, to place an amorous kiss or two on the cheek of a married person. One will no longer be obliged to tell that to a crow. They up there do not like the use of the word crow. Wow. Okay. But for us, in that situation, they are filthy rubbish and crows. People think also, now one will no longer be obliged to kneel, to kneel down humbly and confess. Look here. I did this and I did it a second time. I have been living with this woman and with this one who is married. They think quite simply. Today, one is allowed to do that. The priests themselves say that the one only has to go to penitential ceremonies and everything is forgiven. Okay. Why then should huge penances and great acts of humility be imposed upon us? Now we can sin much more easily. We kneel as we please up there at the front or down there at the back and we let them give absolution in the penitential ceremonies for our share of the sins. Then we will be forgiven since the priest says so. Are you listening? Okay. I continue. The priest 
also says that now the penitential ceremony replaces confession. <laughs> that is what is happening. And then you believe that in the penitential ceremonies, people do exactly what they should do to make a true confession. You believe that the five or six bees, that is the glory bees, still take place. For example, Bethan, sorry, not the glory bees, uh, they're here, the words here. For example, Bethan, Beth, uh, Bethan, and R. We would rather not say that. The exorcist asks, Bethan, Bethanen, Beruen, Bekanen, Bazen. Sorry if I'm not pronouncing the words properly. Okay. Prayer, exa pray, the, uh, prayer examination of conscience, same purpose or contrition, confession, penance, or satisfaction. So B continues on Bazen, which is pay, uh, penance. Bezebub continues, not only should they carry out their penance, they must also make satisfaction for the punishment due for their sins. They could do that through many, many indulgences. Then the 300 days or seven years or whatever else would be applicable to them, just as the Pope formally granted these indulgences. These indulgences are still valid today. But the people do not. But the people do not know that. It says this indulgences are still valid today. But the people do not know that it should be proclaimed again from the height of all the pulpits. In the name of the Father, continue. They urge him to say only what the Blessed Virgin wishes. He continues. She, he points upward, referring to a blessed mother, says that the penitential ceremony never replaces confession. We have already had to say that. Never does it replace a confession. Far from it. True, complete, sincere confession must be brought back to its rightful place. This should be proclaimed from the height of all the pulpits. They urge him to speak only the truth. Only what our blessed mother wishes him to say regarding confession. He continues. Men should prepare much better for confession. Men should prepare much better for confession. It would not be too much to spend a whole hour in preparation. On the subject of confession in particular, we demons are very knowledgeable. Are you listening there, faithful Catholics? We tempt men in all sorts of ways. Mm -hmm. We strive to ensure that they do not have true contrition. Wow. If we do not succeed, and if repentance takes possession of the man, we then come, preferably with three more demons, and we put pressure on him so that he does not have a desire to improve. With many of them, we also see to it that they do not completely recognize all their sins. For that, we deploy particular demons. Wow. Are you listening there, faithful Catholics? This is common. At times, we don't recognize all our sins or remember all our sins before we go to the confessional. Okay. When all these stages have been gone through, 
when the penitent has prayed well to the Holy Spirit, has acknowledged his sins, has examined his conscience and has been sorry for his sins, sorrow for sin is the main part of confession. Then we set to work on the firm purpose and strive for him not to make a firm purpose. Wow. And thus receive fewer graces. Let me repeat here for emphasis. Please listen again. Let me go. From here, it says that when all these stages have been gone through, when the penitent has prayed well, listen, yes, when the penitent has prayed well to the Holy Spirit, has acknowledged his sins, has examined his conscience, and has been sorry for his sins, sorrow for sin is the main part of confession here. Then we, the demons, he said, we set to work on the firm purpose and strive for him that for the penitent, not to make a firm purpose and thus receive fewer graces. Wow. Hmm. I continue. When a man makes a firm purpose about his predominant fault, he receives special graces. He chooses to tell the priest his predominant fault. This is an act of humility. And where there is humility, there can be certain graces which do not come without it. Wow. Great info. It continues. When the man has not been caught by us and has reached the last stage and has entered the confessional after having made a firm purpose, then we bring in the last demons so that at the last moment, at the moment of, confess of confessing his sins, he may be overcome by great fear so much that he would rather not confess them, even if it is only a matter of venial sins. Whoa. Oh, the demons are <laughs> really at work here. Dear faithful Catholics, are we listening? No. I continue. With great sins, it is assuredly more fatal not to confess them. If indeed one knowingly keeps silent about grave sins, one cannot obtain the state of grace. We're listening. But even with venial sins, which are known but not confessed, fewer graces are received. Whoa, whoa. Hmm. So even the venial sins, we must confess them. Then there is less tendency to change or amend one's life. When we have reached this stage with pious people, this happens particularly with, particularly with pious and very pious people. And when the penitent is kneeling in the confessional and has truly said everything to the priest according to his soul and to his conscience, even better if he has added God knows what, then the confession is good. In speaking of adding God knows what. I mean that there are people who accuse themselves of faults or of sins when they are not completely sure that these are sins. If in spite of that, if in spite of that, they tell them to the priest, which often requires a great deal of humility, they are more at ease afterward. Take note there, faithful Catholics. Through this humility and this openness, 
they obtain even more supplementary graces. He grumbles pitifully, which means he's not happy saying this. He's not happy revealing this to us. He continues, such a confession is good. It is worthy of the name of confession. Then the penitent receives the great, the deadly, then the penitent, the penitent receives the great, the deadly, for us demons, absolution. Ego te absolvo. Ah, how we hate that. Even today we hate it. So in this case, you see, the penitent, after having made a proper confession, receives great grace, which is deadly for they, the demons. I continue, then in a calm voice, but we no longer have to fear individual absolution so much. Now the penitential ceremony has replaced confession. And now that the sacrament of penance is no longer so prevalent, ah, once again, how we were forced to say that. You see here, he didn't want to say this. It's letting the exorcists know that he, they, they were forced to reveal this. She up there, he points upwards again, says that it should be proclaimed, referring to our Blessed Mother, that our Blessed Mother commands that this truth should be proclaimed from the height of all the pulpits, that the return of true confession is required. Well, this has been done in many parishes anyway. No. A penitential ceremony is not a confession. A penitential ceremony is a mass demonstration. It is a kind of stage setting which gives the illusion that everything is forgiven and pardoned. We say, go home with an easy mind, receive the Lord's body with an easy mind. You have peace in your souls. You can be tranquil. That represents a terrible loss for those up there. Such a way of seeing things is very harmful for men. Naturally, not for us. The more respect disappears, the more we celebrate. Whoa. We'll go to the next message. Yes, it's April 25th, 1977. This part of the message was added because it relates to confession as well. So I continue here. The first communion without confession. This is mostly with our children. So parents, please take note. Now Caesar, Bezebub continues. No, the, uh, the, uh, the exorcist ought Bezebub to speak up. We command you in the name of Jesus, tell the truth in the name of the most. They urge him to speak, speak up so... Oh. Okay, so Belzebub continues here. She, he points upward, makes me say about the blessed sacrament, about first communion, that it is absolutely deplorable and that it is unimaginably harmful for a child when he does not confess before his first communion. Wow. I'll repeat here again. I says, um, she, that is her blessed mother, makes him reveal this truth again. It says, she makes me say about the blessed sacrament, 
about first communion, that's first holy communion, that it is absolutely deplorable and that it is unimaginably harmful for a child when he does not confess before his first communion. He sighs sorrowfully. One should, before such a great and worthy, we don't want to speak. He, 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 you know, he, 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 he did not want to speak any further from here because he's really revealing the truth. And of course, demons don't want to do that. We don't want to speak, he says. They command him to speak in the name of the most blessed virgin, say what she has told you. They say, in the name of the most blessed sacrament of the altar, tell the truth. The exorcist urge him to speak. Beelzebub continues. Before such a great sacrament, and most especially before Christ comes for the first time into the soul and establishes a union between heaven and this human being who is going to communicate, making a confession is indispensable. A confession which is valid, complete, entire, whole. He breathes deeply, painfully he breathes. When that has not taken place, respect for the sacrament disappears and the same for heaven. I'll repeat here for emphasis sake again. It says, a confession which is valid, complete, entire, whole. Sorry, from up here, it says, from up I go to, before such a great sacrament and most especially before Christ comes for the first time into the soul and establishes a union between heaven and this human being who is going to communicate, making a confession is indispensable. A confession which is valid, complete, entire, whole. He breathes deeply, painfully. When that has not taken place, respect for the sacrament disappears and the same for heaven. The words have difficulty coming out from him because he did not want to say this. He's revealing a lot of truth. They urge him to speak in, in the name of Jesus. He continues, and of all holy things, all piety and all respect disappear almost completely. But what is more lamentable, she makes me say, that's our, blood, our blessed mother makes him say, what is much more lamentable is that this gives the communicant, the communicant child, a false mentality with regard to the sacrament of the altar. Wow. And in a more general way, with regard to the Holy Eucharist, these children will have the feeling that they can have as many faults and sins as they like and can go to communion since that will be allowed. Okay. They urge him to continue to speak the truth. He continues. In cases where confession before Holy Communion is missing, an element of incalculable importance is missing. It is harm which in the majority of cases, or at least in many cases, will never be able to be repaired. He breathes painfully. What else do you have to say? They urge him to speak up. He continues, she makes me say that if the priest have little enough sense 
to send a child to the Holy Eucharist before he has confessed, and even before he has the notion of sin, its pardon and remission, it should not be allowed at all. It is a disgrace. Even we down there, he points downward, must acknowledge it, that such children are allowed to do this. It is said that children do not yet have faults, that children are innocent, but they have more faults and sins than is believed. Are you listening, dear faithful Catholics? Are you listening, dear parents? I repeat here again, it is said that children do not yet have faults, that children are innocent, but they have more faults and sins than is believed. Down there, he points downward, we have children, many more children than you think. He groans, wow, they have children in hell, many more than we think, he says. They urge him to speak the truth. Okay, they urge him to speak the truth in the name of the precious blood. Say everything with the blessed virgin orders you to say. He continues. She, he points upward referring to a blessed mother, makes me say that all the children who are not prepared by their priest, who have had no instruction on the subject of confession, must, for the love of God, be directed elsewhere where they will be given this instruction. For example, in another parish. Where that is not possible, the parents themselves must take the catechism into their hands and learn with the child until he is capable of receiving such a great gift as the Holy Eucharist. Are we listening, dear parents? I repeat here again. Where that is not possible, the parents themselves must take the catechism into their hands and learn with the child until he is capable of receiving such a great gift as the Holy Eucharist. Otherwise, the child will never be led on to the good road. Later, he will say, bah, the very first time I went to Holy Communion quite well without confession. From there, very many children go on to the stage he raises his voice where they we do not we do not want to speak anymore he, he did not want to reveal the reveal this you know secrets anymore this confession they urge him to speak on they command him to speak he continues so many children and above all young and above all young people go from there to the stage where it means nothing more to them to receive the sacrament in a state of mortal Sin, he sighs sorrowfully. Say what the Blessed Virgin urges you to say, they urge him to speak on, to say only the truth. He continues. That is why she calls on all the parents, cat kids, teachers, to say to the children that they must never, never, ever, he howls in a woeful voice, approach the sacrament the Holy Eucharist to receive Holy Communion without having made a worthy, good, complete confession. I repeat here again, that is why she calls on all the parents that are referring to a Blessed Mother, why a Blessed Mother calls on all the parents, catechists, teachers, 
to say to the children that they must never, never, ever approach the sacrament, the Holy Eucharist, to receive Holy Communion without having made a worthy, good, complete confession. He breathes painfully. If they have not done that, far better they do not go at all because there are many graces, a large number of graces. Fewer, fewer, fewer than. People should also be told that each time they make a good confession, worthy, correct as it should be made, then the Holy Eucharist, Holy Communion brings many more graces and has much more value than when the faithful receive the body of Christ without confession. They urge him to speak the truth. He continues. Each confession gives, each confession gives, contains incalculable graces. Or I think it should be, each confession given contains incalculable graces, which you will be able to understand only in eternity. That is to say, in the next world up there, he points upward, referring to heaven. They urge him to speak the truth. He continues. She, he points upward, referring to a blessed mother, suffers great torments and great sorrows each time that he, again, he points downward, is received unworthily, or when he is received as if it were a piece of bread or some other food which is being taken, which is munched and eaten without thought to what it is. You see here, he lets us know that our blessed mother is in agony when this happens, not even to talk about our Lord himself. But she suffers, but she suffers most of all seeing children, first communicants, admitted to communion, not only without confession, but without sufficient preparation for this holy sacrament. Yes, yes, the words come out with difficulty. They do not even have a good, complete, you know, he pauses here. They urge him to continue. It means to say they do not even have a good uh, preparation for Holy Communion. They have no proper preparation. Without even mentioning confession, many of the first communicants do not even know that they should make acts of faith hope and charity they are simply told are you listening there faithful catholics this is actually truth i think I, I i can use myself as an example we were just told to say these prayers we we're not told the reason why we should say them okay they urge him to speak on they are simply told now you are going to communion. Christ is good for everyone. He loves all children. He presses them to his heart. You are still innocent. He loves children like you. Go to him and open your hearts to him. Unite yourself with him as often as you like. That gives him pleasure, great pleasure. But they do not point out that he cannot be pleased with all the children. They do not see that. They pass it over in silence. His eyes, because he's revealing great truth here. Tell the truth, Beelzebub, nothing but the truth. The exorcist urge him to speak on. He continues. 
they do not point out that it is often an abomination for Christ to go into a heart that already carries in it very many sins. Some of them capital sins. We don't want to speak anymore. Not anymore. He, he wants to refrain from speaking. They command him to go on, to speak on, to continue. He continues. She, he points upward again, referring to a blessed mother, launches an appeal. She makes me say that before all other things, the preparation for Holy Communion should be made in a more serious way, more complete and more fitting than is the case today. Above all, but this I have already said, confession absolutely must precede it. Parents should prepare the child very, very carefully. And moreover, should pray each day with him or her, as the case may be. They should ask him questions, ask him or her questions, and do everything that they can, that they can so that he makes or she makes a good confession. It is not necessary for them to go to find a priest to reproach him or her for not having done it himself or by herself and thus provoke an argument they are not absolutely obliged to do that to speak thus to the priest they can do it but it is not an absolute duty for them however they can in all peace of mind instruct their children themselves and prepare them for their first confession in many towns there are several churches. If they live in the country, they can and should take their children somewhere else in, case, in cases where they would be obstructed by their own priest. By purifying his soul or her soul, the child will receive many greater graces, immense graces, crucial for the rest of his or her life, are lost because the child has not learned to approach Christ on his or her first communion day with a pure heart in some way worthy of him he cries i had to say that again i had to say that again it is also necessary for this to be included in your cheap and rotten book <laughs> you see <laughs> they know that this booklet is powerful and so they disdain this book and so you can see what name he's calling the book. Cheap and rotten book. See that? <laughs> wow. Wow. We've heard the confessions regarding the sacrament of penance, confession before Holy Communion, before receiving our Lord. Now, you see, a lot of us, you know, were part of this process. I remember when I received uh, my first Holy Communion, like um, I received my first Holy Communion and uh, actually got confirmed the same day. That was uh, while I was still in the Novos Odo Parish way back in my home country, Nigeria. I was just about um, eight years then. Eight years, yes. That was when I had my confession. That was probably because I think the bishop came around. The bishop was around, was in our parish then. So 
they had to do the two together. I had my first Holy Communion. We had our first Holy Communion then, and then received our confirmation at the same time. To me now, I don't think that was a proper time to receive my confirmation actually, but that happened. So, and I can't remember if I actually went to confession or if we were instructed we, I know we were given, we, we attended catechism classes, no doubt about that. There was catechism classes, but can I remember if we were really told what we ought to do and the reason for doing it? That I cannot remember. I know I still have memories of me way back before age eight, but as regards this issue, I cannot remember being given proper down to earth instruction as per what to do and then the act of faith and the rest like uh, the demons mentioned they just told us then to you know say the act of faith say this prayer say this prayer they didn't tell us the reason why we need we needed to say those prayers they didn't tell us we were just made to say them and they didn't even tell us the mode or the the way we were supposed to confess our sins Yes, I think we went to confession that period, but what were we supposed to confess? The mood, the nature of confession, we were not really properly explained to. And that is why even after becoming a traditional Catholic in this my older age, I still had to do what is called conditional confirmation because I, I cannot understand if I was properly confirmed. That is just the truth. I had to undergo another conditional confirmation so that if the proper rites were not done at that initial stage, being that it's a novus other mass, you know, where some certain things were might have been left out, so that you know it will be properly done this time around. So that is why it's called a conditional confirmation or conditional baptism that is also done. So a conditional, in case if you're not sure if you were baptized properly or if you received if you were properly confirmed you do conditional confirmation so that way if it wasn't properly done then everything gets ratified and clear you know and properly done this time around so that time that is how it is and and i remember to even as an adult while i was still in the novus auto parish back home in nigeria i remember that um there were times they would tell us uh they would say um the act of uh, the the at the beginning of the mass the general abs absolution i confess to almighty god and to you my brothers and sisters that i have sinned against and uh, you know before then that general beginning of our of uh, the penitential service lord have mercy and co i was we were made to believe then that even if that if you are unable to go to confession that at that point that that absolution covers you that it covers her that that general absolution the priest makes covers everybody and then you're cleansed of your sins you know at that, at that moment or that some some will mumble it some catkiss will mumble it. Some will say, uh, well, um, yes, that covers you. Why some will say, well, 
uh, at least it covers you for that period. Then maybe later on when you're not, you are not able to go to confession, you can go and confess your sins. But that general absol absolution covers you and then you can receive our uh, Lord in that mass. Yes, this is what they told some of us way back then. But you can see the demon Beelzebub revealing it's here being commanded by a blessed mother to say that that is wrong that is false and you had him here basically saying that that is their day that they were the one that you know initiated it that have solution at the beginning of the novus Mass that they were the ones that initiated it you have you 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 have you had it you had it here that it is their making it is their doing to confuse the law the, the you know the faithful to so make them believe that yes that they, they there's no need for them to go before a priest and confess their sins that their sins are already forgiven what false teachings and even right now especially here in america a lot of people don't even go to confession they just go straight to go and receive our lord in the blessed sacrament uh, they just go straight to the altar to receive our lord unworthily not prepared now i am a product of the novus auto parish a novus auto church i'm a product of it so i am not totally condemning novus auto parish i grew up there i was not shot there yes and i learned a lot there too about the church so I am not, I am not, uh, you know, going to condemn or judge the novel's order in its entirety. No, I'm not going to say it is no longer valid. No, it is not in my place. I will not say that because our Lord still gives, our Lord is still, uh, uh, graces are still there. Though you cannot compare it to what you receive in the traditional Latin mass. That is the truth. That is the truth. But our Lord, because of his mercy, still reserves some of his grace or graces for the novels other parishes or masses. The ones where the priest still maintains the right word, especially during consecration. So that being said, the difference, if you look at the novels other parishes, Though back home in my in my home country Nigeria, then I don't know what what you know it, it, what goes on now. But then I know that a lot of us used to go to confession. Yes, we threw out for confession in Nigeria. You know, there's lots of uh, we had lot of you know spiritual. There's lots of spiritual activity in Nigeria. There's a lot of religious activity. A lot of people go to church and you know partake in the religious programs, in the societal programs, apostolates. Yes. In Nigeria, you know, we have that, there's that vibrancy there. But then confession was just like on a particular day, like on a Saturday or maybe one of the days of the week, there was nothing like daily confession. And the most noble Sodo parishes, there's no daily confession. But in the traditional Latin mass parishes, there are daily confessions daily confessions why if you listen to the confessions of the demon of the demon here Beelzebub, he has made it clear that 
daily confession is necessary that before we go to the altar to receive our Lord, that we must confess our sins. Even the venial sins must be confessed, not to talk about the mortal sins. So which means we need to go to confession regularly and constantly. Yes, I know some of you will say, but the church requires us to go to confession only once in a year. Yes, that is what the church, you know, the, 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 that is what the church requires, at least once in a year, yes. But you as an individual, you are being made to know now by our lady who has instructed the demons to reveal this truth to us. You are being made to know now that we are required to go to confession on a regular basis because even the venial sin makes us unworthy to receive our Lord. So we need to even confess our venial sins and we need to prepare properly for confession. At least you had the demon say, at least for an hour, we need to prepare for confession for at least an hour. And that is where examination of conscience comes in. So we need to examine our consciences properly so that we can remember the sins we have committed and jot them all out, going through the Ten Commandments and see which ones we have failed to keep or which ones we have broken before we go for confession, at least every week or at least at the, or at least maybe at the minimum every two weeks at least try to go to confession we do this in the traditional latin mass every sunday the priest is available for every mass not every sunday every mass the priest is available for confession before the mass at least one hour or 30 minutes before the mass there's a priest in the traditional latin mass parishes there for you to come for confession before you receive our lord you can hear it here. But right now, like I said, in the Novus Ordo parishes, that is not the case. And most importantly, dear parents, can you hear what the demon said? That they have lots of children in hell. Lots of children in hell. And all along, We've been of this notion that well, children are innocent. Our Lord says, let the children come to me, blah, 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 and co. And therefore, we fail to discipline our children. We say, oh, they are too little. You know, they don't know. They, they are too little to understand this thing. That you don't leave them alone. They are children. They don't know what they are doing. No. You, can, you heard the confession now that the children should be instructed instructed on the right thing to do because they themselves commit sins the children they commit sins and we know we are told that a child the age of reasoning for a child is from age seven so but here we are made to realize that the child should be instructed and that is why the bible says train up a child in the way he should grow so that when he is grown he will not depart from it So, we have had it here, live and direct, confessions made by the demons, being instructed and commanded by our blessed mother, who we saw authority given to her by our Lord, to reveal this truth to us. Now, this book has been in existence since 
these confessions were made after the lady herself was there, uh, before the lady was exercised of the demons, the lady that was possessed by the demons who herself used this opportunity to gain her own martyrdom, her own sainthood. You know, I will put it that way. That way, this was her own suffering, which she used to make heaven. That is Annalise Mitchell. By allowing herself to be possessed by the demons, allowing herself to undergo through that suffering so that the demons can use her, can possess her and speak through her and reveal these truths to us through her. And thus, of course, she gained, uh, 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 she, she, she was a stigmatist. She gained that privilege. And so we will say she indeed died as a privileged soul. So dear faithful Catholics, let us ponder on this revelation and do the right thing. Confession before receiving our Lord and train up our children, our child, the way they should go, the way they should go so that when they are grown, they will not depart from it and let them know that they need to be in constant relationship with God, with our Lord and our God, by understanding the need for them to go to confession, examine their consciences, us, uh, uh, the rest of us all, and do a proper confession, not leaving anything behind. Because this is what the, de the uh, uh, demons are doing, Satan and his minions, making us leave, forget our sins, and not do a proper confession. So we'll be stopping here for this episode. And uh, don't forget to subscribe on our YouTube channel. Please kindly remember to subscribe. You can see it's scrolling down there. Subscribe on our YouTube channel. And um, also follow and like us on Facebook. And uh, we're also on Gab at ChrisNet TV. And um, remember, this is a time for us to pray our rosary. Our Blessed Mother calls us to pray. Pray fervently without season. And be at our lot, this period we are in, so that we will not be deceived. Until I come your way again, Next week, I remain Christopher Mary Namdi Onora. May God bless us all. Precious blood of Jesus Christ, save us and the whole world. Amen. Namne Patri et Fili Espiritus Sancti. Amen.